0: down on my floor i have uh i forgot to sleep the last time and i don't really have to sleep this floor because i was, we all know we can see if you have the video my face and my head uh a lot of hair on the floor and then a little hairball <laughs> went past and i legit thought it might have been a mouse was like, <laughs> oh that's just my hair
1: blown it's just like a. T- it's just a tumbleweed just going down the it's floor. just a
0: tumbleweed well, just- well. <laughs>
1: i've been watching so last week Amber and I ended up binge watching Kitchen Nightmares. It's crazy. We were on vacation and we pretty much did exactly what we do in Chicago, just with better weather, which was sit on the couch and watch Kitchen Nightmares. I, I am. I think I became a germaphobe this week. I think this is the week it finally happened, where I just like. Just watching all the kitchen nightmares, I just, uh, fucking. I just I came home and I started cleaning my fucking kitchen.
0: Like See, that's why, like I don't watch shows like Hoarders and shit. It's just like, oh no, I don't need this like disgust. I don't need a new phobia and more depression. Like it's too down. much. Too much. I sort of same vein, a little bit different, but I really
2: love like I don't love them in the sense that like I don't go out of my way to watch them. But Lauren watches
1: like Top Chef. Master Chef or whatever the fuck that show is. Top Chef, is that right? Uh t- different show. Oh, different show. Master Chef is one and then the other one yeah. Master Chef is the big one and the other. Also- Top Chef
2: is like the one where there's all the people and it's the whole thing. <laughs> she's but she's like really into like the middle seasons right now from like the early two thousands and the amount of or like late two thousands and like the amount of bootcut jeans is just like simply not. <laughs> um, but also like uh, like okay, number one, like chefs, even like executive chefs at like high tier restaurants are like just kind of trashy ass people. Well, number one um true number two uh dude I, they need to up the stakes in these games or these these shows like chopped i love chopped but chopped would be way better if you got chopped they cut your hands off and you're <laughs> <laughs> just
1: like this is <laughs> you've been players. chopped literally <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's terrible. Um, but think about like, it. I mean, like, it would, it would guarantee that only the greatest chefs are chefs. Exactly. Most people are going to get really good at like chopping with one hand. Like, or, oh, no, no, no. You lose both
1: person? hands.
0: Both hands. Both hands.
2: Both hands. hands. Oh, yeah. Both hands. Oh yeah. Then yeah, the Kong. the best. Congolese warlord. When they
1: don't. When you don't get enough rubber. Oh my god. Wow. It's oh, what a what a, know, a right? twist. What a unique twist to the show, Chopped.
2: It yeah. would be incredible <laughs> if that guy was like, "I'm sorry, you've been chopped." And just fucking, <sighs> fucking right down on just it, hacks oh, her goddamn hand. Wow. Like have the meat cleaver like stuck in like the wall sure. like next a to him, yeah, prop for Chopped, and like if he just reached in there and yanked that fucking thing out, bam! Like, <laughs> oh
0: my god, dude, no, in front of wow. the other contestants.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta and instill then the fear in them.
0: Very calmly, just go let's look at the next ingredient (laughs) yes all right chefs wow all right chefs be great
1: incredible well welcome back y'all this is episode 117 of n b yay uh today's gonna be a little bit more of a somber episode yeah this is not really necessarily a celebratory episode necessarily um i'm your host my brother uh, in LA. Please introduce yourself, sir.
0: Uh, I'm Nicky Kiles, aka Kobe Beef.
1: There it is. And uh, together in this city, my my white brother, my white chocolate. Uh, introduce yourself, sir.
0: Hey,
2: thank you, my Puerto Rican pooh bear. Oh, God. I didn't want you to do it, but you did it. I'll do it today. You called me I'll... your white brother, so I had to come back with something. Uh, hey, it's your boy, Tad. Uh, feeling good. I'm feeling lean. I've been on this like, pretty strict diet this week, and uh, been uh, getting up at five every day, going to the gym. I uh, just, ate, just ate a 26 gram protein veggie burger before we hopped on here, so I'm feeling good. Look at that. Uh, so fancy. My AKA today is Chuck Person, Ooh. who is a real player. It's true, that's just his name. But Chuck Person was like. Sort of the guy before like he was like a volume shooter and like what a perfect name. Chuck Person. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck
0: Jack Person. That's actually so, yeah,
1: he's appropriate name. Oh, appropriate uh, name. Chuck
2: Person. Also, shout out Vernon Maxwell for making fun of all those kids in Utah. Um, like, um, oh, really Donovan quick. Mitchell went at him. I saw that and it wasn't undeserved, but
1: oh, not
0: like at
2: all. it's like if you're coming if you're coming there to teach these kids and like they stink, like it's your job to make them better. Yeah. Low key though, Vernon Maxwell and like MMA two <laughs> NBA 2K12 or 13, uh, that was, like, the first year they did, like, my team, and I used to just fucking whack with Vernon Maxwell. He was, like, a 77 overall, but, like, 89 from three. Just couldn't miss.
0: And he has, like, an easy jumper in that game.
1: Vernon Maxwell played – I thought Vernon Maxwell played for the 95 Rockets. Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah. And what, what year was this? I mean, no, with 12 or with, 13, because you could have like the old players you get like, uh, okay, I got you, I players. Got you, got you, old, got you, yeah. It was different. Ratings. No, I understand. No, that was no.
2: the year where they did like the, the, they had like, <clears throat> that was the year uh, that well Kobe, I believe it was, or LeBron said that they could beat the dream team. And then NBA 2K made have put both teams in the game and you could play as either one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. win as the
1: dream team. That makes sense.
2: And that I used know. to play as the dream team and just murder people with Christian Leitner. <laughs> 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 like oh, when boy. literally Michael Jordan wouldn't shoot the ball. Like it was like pick and pop, Christian Leitner, pick and roll, Christian Leitner, back to <laughs> the basket, Christian
1: Leitner. Just destroy him, kill him the What's game. That?
0: Killigan. Was that? Was he still in college then? Was he like the college kid they let in, or was he uh, in the NBA? I,
2: I think it was. It was like right after he was finished, like pre-draft. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah, oh, like right oh, after you, you're a, when you go, like I'm gonna go to the draft. They, like, did, this, this they, the they did the same thing with uh,
1: they did the same thing with Anthony Davis when he got Anthony drafted. Davis. Yeah, I think he
0: was yeah, a part. They've of the done recently. it. They've done it a few with a like, few people.
2: I mean, like okay, Anthony Davis is a little different because, like, in today's day and age, like. You know, guys are, it skews younger and younger. And like some of those guys on the team were probably around his age. Like fucking Christian Leitner was on that team with like just bona fide That's stars true. who are like 30 years old and That's true. all future yeah. Hall of Famers. And like he's like a 22 year old kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And, and not only that, but like he was, uh, he was they picked him over Shaq
1: yeah that's still crazy to me yeah
2: he ab- they played a game that season against each other and he abused Shaq in that that's game, true that's which true. is wild to think about because- that 30
1: that 30 for yeah. 30 is phenomenal by the way that Christian oh Newcastle yeah so good
2: uh, a really yeah, good really one did. is the there's a on NBA tv they did this <clears> ago. I was still in college I think it was like my senior year of college they had a thing for those Duke teams um it was fascinating. It was really yeah.
1: good. I agree. I agree, y'all. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get this podcast started. Um, as any listener who pays attention to the NBA, uh, the NBA knows um, this past weekend uh, we sadly lost Kobe Bryant, uh, among others. Uh, he was one of nine. Um, as many know, he was on the flight with his young daughter Gigi, who was thirteen, uh, as well as with another coach um, and uh, another set of parents and their daughter. I think three young ladies in in total, and then uh, uh, nine nine, including the pilot, uh, were lost in this very tragic, tragic accident. Um, and today, we wanted to start the episode off by just uh, remembering Kobe, reacting to the unfortunate um, circumstances, um, and just talking about Kobe a little bit. What we remember about him, what we will always remember about him, you know, what he meant to us as an NBA player. Um, Tad, I'll let you get started. I know you had a lot of uh, a lot of opinions when uh when all this went down and we, we were able to kind of connect on things.
2: Yeah, I mean, um when uh like I was I was driving actually um Lauren and I were out like running errands and um like I just saw that you guys were like blowing me up and so like I got to a stoplight and I saw and I like was like I I don't I don't I don't I don't really know how I reacted but like I Googled Kobe Bryant immediately and I didn't see anything. So I was like, okay, maybe this is like some dumb hoax. Like that shit happens all the time. I said something to Lauren. She immediately hops on Twitter while I'm driving. Um, And then it was like, you know, sort of like, it was like kind of half confirmed at that point. Like, and then, and then Nikki sort of texted us and we're like confirmed. Um, I damn near had to make Lauren drive the car. Um, uh, Like, I don't know, just like really shocking frankly, um yeah. it's still like I don't know it's it's been four days, um, yeah, and it still just hasn't sat right with me, right uh, I sometimes tear up randomly when I think about it. um, I had to stay off Instagram for a little while, yeah, um which is yeah. it, and it's it's sort of this weird thing um, this is a person I don't know, right, the person I've never met in my life, this is a a person who like. I don't have a lot in common with Kobe Bryant. And I, I don't know. The whole thing just sort of shook me to my yep. core. And I saw a tweet that was, like, something that was basically, like, when, you know, bad things happen every day, but when someone like Kobe Bryant, who's larger than life and, like, omnipresent and, you know, all these things uh, dies, like, it, it really puts into perspective how fragile things are. And I, I think the big thing that really shook me was um, the nature of it, really, like just that uh the thought the thought of him being in the helicopter and like knowing there was like nothing they could do, and like probably holding his little girl like you know trying to comfort her, knowing that like that we're like going to die, um or maybe they i mean i, I you know there's not obviously all the details, maybe hopefully they just crashed into the side of the mountain and it was kind of all over, um but it just sucks because he was such a huge influence on my like NBA fandom as a kid you know there was always Allen Iverson or Kobe Bryant and then it was Tracy McGrady or Kobe Bryant and then you know it's been this this whole thing and then like you know he was such a huge part of the game and and then when he retired like he was still very involved like still very much in the public spotlight and you were like god this guy is such a great ambassador for the game he's gonna do so much um so many younger players respect him and uh it's i uh, it's just really sad. it's just really unfortunate, and it's just I don't know, like I don't it's been unpleasant, so I don't really have anything else to
1: say, yeah, I mean that i and to your point, like <clears throat> that shit fucked me up way more than I thought it was gonna fuck me up like i amber and I were getting ready for the day. It was like I don't know nine thirty in in cali, um, and her brother actually texted her who's not not an nBA fan, but it you know lives. In LA, um, and he texted her the story from TMZ, and like you, it was just like, "All right, TMZ, like, I don't know, I, I, I don't know that I would necessarily qualify them as a trustworthy news source. So, let's wait this thing out. Who fucking knows? Like, they tried to kill it off fucking Lil Wayne like four times. So, I'm just, I'm hoping for one of those situations. Because to your point, like, I, I had a very complicated relationship with Kobe as like an NBA fan. I, to, I mean. Even, even now, man. Like I was talking about him today at work, and I'm, you know, I'm a Chicago guy. I'm a Jordan guy. You know, I hate the Lakers. There's all these things uh, as an NBA fan where I, I never vibed with Kobe. I have a lot of friends who are like Kobe stands, uh, uh, and and supported him from day one. All about the mama mentality. I just never really vibed with Kobe as an NBA player. And honestly, like. As a dude, like I just—I don't know. There was something about him that was like I was listening to Ramona Shelburne today on the Low Post, and she was explaining how like he was very calculated. Um, everything that he did was precise and pre-planned and and incredibly calculated. And I think it was part of that about him that made me like him less than other NBA players. Um, like, I in she had made an example of like his. Uh, his speech after his last game where he like said, you know, Mamba out and then puts the the mic on the floor and then walks away in the moment. It seems like this like kind of corny, but like kind of sort of cool thing that he said when in reality he had made like 20,000 T-shirts that said Mamba out and put them on his store as soon as the game was over, like that's the type of guy he was, you know what I mean? And that's not to say he was a good guy or a bad guy. Um, It's just like, I never vibed with Kobe as a dude. And I was, I didn't, I would never have considered myself a Kobe guy. That being said, I say all that to just, I guess, put some context around, like, I was completely shook, just like Tad. I mean, we, we stayed in the, in the Airbnb for two to three hours, just like, sitting with with the emotions and because of the way that it was reported it was just such an emotional roller coaster you know i i was very emotional when i found out about kobe and then when the reports came out that all four of his daughters were with him i immediately started crying because that to me was just like the the loss of any life is tragic the loss of 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 the lives of children is just is is so difficult to take. So in that moment, just like dealing with the the emotions of like thinking about his wife and his family and like, and to your point, like thinking about him in that moment with his daughters, knowing very well that the chances of them making out of that helicopter were slim to none. Um, it just really took over and it was just like seeing the outpouring on social and everybody's reactions. And even like, um, you know the the first game of the day when the Rockets are playing, and you see Tyson Chandler and Austin Rivers and PJ Tucker just like you know on the sidelines or or, or listening to the the national anthem and it just like in 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 tears. Um, it was it was insane. I mean the 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 gr- the gravity of which Kobe has on today's NBA is even more clear than it's ever been. I mean we all kind of knew, and it was kind of understood across the NBA that like. The, the current players in the nba kobe was their mj like he was their mj he was the guy that everybody looked up to they all aspired to be him you know kyrie irving was like a staunch you know uh kobe guy jason tatum worked uh, out with him in the off season to work on his you know back to the basket game and his mid-range and like there was all these guys that were so drastically influenced by his game paul george kawhi lebron all these guys um And you see – and the the thing that was the most interesting to me, somebody – I forget who it was that said this, but, you know, um, before Kobe passed away this past weekend, only two MVPs in NBA history had passed away, Moses Malone and Will Chamberlain. Everyone else is still alive. Everyone. The greats are all still alive. Um, And to see Kobe, who – was not only just young but was this guy that was he his his entire being his his entire persona was about being this like Unbreakable man, right? This guy who can tear his Achilles and just say, fuck it, I'm going to knock down the free throw. We'll worry about that later. Playing with a broken finger, you know, playing with multiple injuries, you know, playing with lack of sleep when he's flying back and forth in that 2008, season from, you know, Denver back to his games, back to Denver to court shit. Like he was just a guy was, who just 2004. Sure. Okay. So, but like just he was, a, this is a guy who just who oozed, um, just toughness and, and this this mamba mentality that he ended up kind of coining as a phrase uh and to see this guy who to tad's point in in the public eye is just like untouchable and unbreakable and like the epitome of toughness um it just it it shook me it just it shook me you know i texted my parents i called a couple people i was just like it's a really really weird just a weird day. And it's, it continues to be, I'm listening to podcast today and you're just like, nobody even knows what to say. Like you don't even really know how to continue the conversation. Nikki, I'm, we haven't really talked about it too much, but like you're, you're in LA. Like what's it been like?
0: Fucking it's been bleak. I'm going to say it. It legitimately does not feel like it's the same city right now. Yeah. Um, When you texted me, this is gonna be like it happened with Michael. It happened with Prince, uh, and it it happens all the time. People, where when you find out, you remember where you were. I was, I was in the fucking Blu-ray section of a Target. You sent me that text that he died, and my eyes just widened, and I started looking up. Bob's on the phone. He turns and he goes, "Who died?" And I was like, "Or no, he didn't say who died. He said." what did someone die? And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, oh shit, who died? And I said, Kobe. And then someone right like on the next aisle over just goes, oh my God, is Kobe Bryant dead? And then like, you could see people, like their faces, you legitimately could see like people on the phone and be like, wait, what? Or like someone's like just texting. And like, I fucking, I have saw a bunch of men that literally, probably no every day of their life will cry. Crying in the streets. I believe it. I really do. Bob and I had Bob and I had like legitimate plans. We were supposed to be doing all day. We canceled. We just said it. no. Everyone canceled. Nothing happened. Everyone just went home. The next day at work, I saw like half the amount of people I usually saw. Nobody went out. Nobody did anything. Yeah. It didn't make sense because like what you said. He, He was larger than life. This is that type of celebrity that like when when they go that you just go like, oh, that's right. Life is short. He was 41. Yeah. The big thing about Kobe now is Kobe had a a future. Yeah. He won won a fucking Oscar. Yeah. He had four kids, the oldest of which was 13. Like 17. He's got
2: there's one daughter. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. The 17 year old. I forgot about her. But still, like, and when I was, we were in the car driving back home, when the news came out that Gigi had also died. When Kobe died, I was like, "Hey, if you need to cry, it's totally fine." I was like, "No," I was like, "If I'm gonna cry, it's gonna come out." But I usually cry for like happy moments. I, I tear up real quickly for happy moments. And then he was like, "Oh, okay." And then, oh, this is a good point. Every single radio station talking about Kobe. Oh, yeah. Nobody was playing music. No yeah. news was happening. Everything yeah. stopped. All of the buses literally <laughs> since Sunday just say R.I.P. Kobe. They don't say where they're going. Yeah. They don't say what kind of bus it is, just R.I.P. Kobe on the front. Yeah. I and when they said GG died, I was in the car and I said, I literally said out loud, I was like, oh fuck, here they come. And Bob was like, What? And boom, my whole face was red. I was crying. Yeah. I was done. I'm about to hear up again now. Like that's just to cuz like life is short like yeah uh, you can we can live up to 100 now and 100 years sounds long as fuck but the world is billions of years old we're not we're not nothing on this fucking thing it's just in the blink of an eye it's done and it's shit like that that i'm it ma- it makes you want to push and have that legit Mamba mentality, like the motherfucker said, and just keep working. I, I I just like, he was so young, man, and it's so fucked up. It just makes you, it just, I don't wanna do anything else anymore in my life if it's not for that goal that I set like when I was like 14. right. And, <clears throat> Every once in a while, definitely fucking slack off on it. I work my ass off, but I get tired. And now I'm just like, no, keep pushing, because you never know, man. Shit could be gone in a second. I got hit by three cars when I moved out here in six months. I could have died three times already out here. It's over in a flash. Yeah, man. You gotta fucking do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Do what what makes your life full of joy because you don't know when it's gonna go away.
1: Um. Yeah. Um. Well, shit. Um, I'm so sorry. I got, what, no, no, no. no, no, no you no, like, got I And that's actually,
0: what hit, that's literally what hit me, man. It was just like, yeah, he did. He he played, dude. He's been in our lives for what, like, 25 years. <clears throat> 25 years. I was a. I was. I don't remember how old. I do not remember how old I was. It's it's a lot like you ever have like a movie where they're like oh it wasn't the first time you saw that movie you're like I don't know it's always been a part of my life I can't remember right. that. Yeah yeah. That's what crumbling up a piece of paper and shouting Kobe is to me. Right. I do not remember a time that I did not do that.
2: Right. I I mean I don't really remember much of my own basketball fandom. Yeah. Prior to Kobe. I mean prior I know, Kobe. Prior to, yeah. I was 5 when Kobe came in the league.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know.
2: I mean um Yeah, I mean, a couple things like Jay, like I actually agree with you on like the complicated, I had sort of a complicated fandom. I was going to say relationship with Kobe, (laughs) but, but but you know what, but you know what I mean? Like I had a complicated, like sort of fandom towards Kobe. When I was younger, my dad hated him. My dad was one of those like, no basketball association, guys. You know, <laughs> right. They don't play defense. You know, right. just a bunch of guys jacking shots. Sure, sure. Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and Dennis Johnson and Robert Parrish, the Celtics. That was a real basketball team. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, that was that was always kind of his thing, and he hated Kobe Bryant. He was like, you selfish, he's arrogant. Like, the thing is, like, Kobe was really never, like, a super arrogant basketball player. Like, it was just, like, he was, like, I'll outwork you. I'm better than you. And if I'm not better than you, then I'll outwork you till I am better than you. And I'll do that to every single guy. Like, he wanted to crush every single person that that he stepped on the floor against. And um, I think, like, so when I was younger, up until, like, towards the end of my high school career, like, I was never, like, I, I, I kind of had this, like, weird, I was like, yeah, yeah, like, I, I sort of adopted that same mentality, Kobe's selfish, Kobe this, blah, blah, whatever, um, and then, like, you know, towards the end of high school, like, I started to, like, you know, really appreciate his game a lot more, um, obviously, Orlando was pretty good at the time, and they were, like, kind of battling, they would, like, you know, their games against the Lakers were always super competitive, um, they played each other in the finals in 2009, that was uh, just, uh, that was, that was right before my freshman year of college, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, but like, I, I just really can't like, my cousin is a Lakers fan pretty much strictly because of Kobe, right? despite the fact that we're from Iowa. And so like, I watched <laughs> a lot of Lakers games with him and uh, I watched a lot of Kobe and I, I just really started to like, develop this, like, I really loved Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, despite like disliking him for a, a long time and probably a, a larger portion of his career than, um, I liked him for, um. But he was like, there was just something like he was just, you know, like I always give like I talk shit about LeBron because like I don't feel like LeBron is like authentic, and Kobe was always authentic and like raw and just sort of Kobe Bryant, and there was something that was just like, I don't even know the word, like I I don't, it's not inspiring, but it was it was just something like it was like the realness of Kobe Bryant was was it was it was (laughs) it was a sight to behold, right? Like this guy is just he's so good and he plays with this, this swagger, but like, it's not arrogance because he is that good. Yeah. And you know, to Nikki's point as well, like, yeah, you know what? Like I've been kind of been like, "Ah, I'm going to get up early and start going to the gym and stuff. And like, honestly the Kobe death, like this is cheesy, but like, I've been like, fuck yeah. Like I am not the best version of myself that I can be like, I can work harder. I can get up the, like this morning, I had a work meeting at five 30 in the morning this morning. I got up at five. I did the meeting. I put on my gym clothes and was like, "Nah, maybe I'll just bum around here for a little bit and I'll go to the gym in the middle of the day." And I was like, "No, no, no. Fuck that. I'm going to go right now." And I went this morning and then I went to work and it was it was fine. But it was like those little things. It was like and that that it, it's weird that like a celebrity death or like someone that you didn't know like a death impacts you in that way. Like um, you know, like fucking today there was cake at work and I was like, "I should eat it." And I was like, "No, like I, you going to like really betray like all the shit that you've been doing and it's like that it's been so heavily influenced like i literally had a thought the other day that was like would kobe give up like would kobe quit on that no kobe would go into the gym and shoot 2000 more shots right like, yeah it's it's corny yeah. i know that but it's true and it, i i don't know <laughs> it's a thing when something like that happens that like impacts you like very like really deeply yeah and it's I, I don't want to say it's embarrassing. Like that's the wrong word, but I, I think some people are like, Are you fucking serious? Like that's yeah. fucking weird that like you know, it's like that, but that's that's what it is. And that's yeah. that's how it's impacted me.
1: Yeah, I had a very I had a very similar reaction to this one. I, maybe a little bit less intense, but I had a very similar reaction to when Anthony Bourdain passed or when Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest passed. Like those were two other ones that like really, really like I was never really a prince guy, like just I was always yeah, a Michael no, guy. I never listened. Really this any is the music. first,
2: to your point. Like this is the first celebrity death <laughs> that has ever, yeah, like really impacted me. Sure, like, sure. I think
0: it's it like I think it's the the oh. first one that's really impacted me emotionally. But I just like those other two. I like remember where I was. Yeah,
1: that I def, the I had a far more uh, I had a far more emotional reaction to to Here. Anthony Bourdain's passing.
0: Real quick, I'm sorry, sidebar, but I, for the Michael Jackson death. Our grandmother told me, like, my little abuelita, I was like, it, my my news, or my or TV show got cut off. I was like, watching King of the Hill on Fox, and they switched it over to, like, oh, he's been hospitalized. My grandmother comes into the room. She's like, oh, he died. And I was like, no, he's just been hospitalized. And she's like, no, no, she brings me over to the Latin channel. And on the Latin channel, like, oh, he's dead. And I was like, oh, my God.
1: Thanks, Telemundo.
0: Yeah, Telemundo knew it <laughs> all, man. Uh, but it was... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, sorry, you can go back to um, your No, you're voice. fine, you're fine. Let me think of that real quick.
1: No, the point I was going to make was like, so I, I like Tad, like, I I, I came to appreciate Kobe more as I've matured and as I've gotten older, because the things that I hated about him, I now as an adult recognize as, to Tad's point, like, some of the qualities that like I aspire to have, you know, some of the things that like, here's, so this is when I changed my tune on Kobe. So Bill Simmons had Chris Sacca on, which for the listeners, if you guys don't know who Chris Sacca is, he's uh, an angel investor. He's one of the original investors in Facebook and uh, uh, in Twitter, in Airbnb, and in all these different companies that you've heard of. Um, he's a genius when it comes to investing in, uh, in, in what in the tech industry we call unicorns, right? These companies that have infinite potential. Anyways, I say that to say, Chris Saka, incredibly successful individual in his in his career in his craft, right in his field, he is Kobe. Um, and when Kobe was approaching retirement, uh, one of the things that I've learned of, about Kobe over the last couple of years is um, he really was a, a renaissance man of sorts. Um, that might be a little overblown, but I, but what I mean by that is like um, I
2: don't I don't think that's overblown. I think that's a pretty were, I, I mean for Blimey. for
1: a guy for a guy who went to the NBA straight from high school he spoke seven different languages was incredibly well read uh, uh just incredibly witty and uh, uh charismatic to some point I always thought Michael Michael and and not LeBron necessarily but I always thought Michael was cooler but in any case I like, think
2: I think Kobe is more charismatic than Michael
1: uh yeah sometimes I think yeah. so I think so. In too. some cases. But anyways, so where I where I learned to like really respect Kobe was uh Chris Saka tells a story about how Kobe was approaching retirement and he he didn't want to be the guy who retired and like didn't have anything else to do after the NBA. And he had been prepping for a long time, but as the years were getting closer, he as his NBA career was incredibly successful, had a lot of money. Um, and he wanted to look for opportunities to invest that money to really like make his money last even longer than it was already gonna last. Anyways, so he calls Chris Saka and tells him that he's interested in getting into venture capital. Um and a lot of NBA players have done this, but like um Kobe was one of the first ones and he calls Chris Saka and Chris Saka's like, Okay, yeah, another basketball player who's got a lot of money, who wants to invest it, blah blah blah, whatever. So he's like, Okay, if you're really interested, here are these six portfolios that I've been looking over. I haven't made any decisions yet. I want you to read through them, look through them, call me when you have some feedback. And he said I went home that night and I got a text at 1130 at night. Kobe had already read through all six portfolios, had notes on each of the six portfolios and follow-up questions to each of the different portfolios that I was looking at. He's like, we text till probably two in the morning, just, just talking about venture capital. And he's like, and it was in that moment that I realized like, that's why this dude was so good at basketball. And that's why he, won an Oscar. And that's why he spoke seven languages. And that's why he was so well-read. And that's why he was one of the greatest NBA players ever. And one of the worst teammates ever. Like he was, somebody said it today, like everything, everything good you've ever heard about Kobe and everything bad that you've ever heard about Kobe is exactly why people feel the way that they feel today because he was he was the human experience like in a lot of ways like he was all bad and all good like so many people that knew him and you I mean it's obvious just by the outpour like the 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 connection that these people that that really knew him felt to him and how kind he was and 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 grateful and and giving of his time uh, especially with children which is something that came even more Became more, even more obvious uh, as of late with Mamba uh, Academy and all these other things. But, anyways, I, I agree with tad Like I, I just as we got older, I grew more and more appreciation for who Kobe was as as an NBA player and as a man, as just as just a human. Um, again, I never really vibed with him as a dude. I mean, I I personally never felt that he was very charismatic. I didn't think he was very funny uh yeah, i thought oh, i just i thought he's he was very, very calculated funny. and for me that was always very off putting but i did respect the shit out of uh, i can't believe i'm going to say this his yeah. mamba mentality the mamba <laughs> mentality yeah. like i just there. i grew to respect it um i really did man let me ask you guys this um two questions were you were you shocked that they played games on the day of his of his passing um, and would you have done the same?
2: Okay. So I actually thought a lot about this. So Nikki, if you don't mind me just popping in here. Go for it. Um, so everybody was like, cancel the damn games, like all the players are upset, blah, blah, whatever. Here's the thing. Logistically speaking, a fucking nightmare. You have stadiums packed full of people. It sucks. I trust me, I get it. And you know, people are like, Oh, the NBA preaches about mental health and they're not letting their players have like, you know, like this time to like grieve and that sort of thing. And like that's a valid argument, and that's totally fair. The problem is is that you've also got to think about all this other shit. Like, they have to reschedule. Uh, like, okay, like, I'm Tad. I'm, uh, you know, a, a, a businessman, and, like, I, you know, travel all the time for work, and, like, I don't get to see my kids a ton. And, like, I'm home, and I bought tickets for the Lakers game. Or, you know, not the Lakers, but, like, Lakers I just threw out because of Kobe Bryant. Like, I, I bought tickets for the, the Rockets game, right? And, like... It's like okay, like let's, you know, I we're gonna go to the game together, and it's great. And then like the game gets canceled, and they reschedule it, and it's like, well, fuck, I got a business trip like that week. Like that's a, obviously like a probably an out, you know, like an outlier of a case. But like those are the things that people don't think about. Yeah. Isn't it like there? There's a lot that goes into this stuff, and and like if if you know, like they canceled like the Lakers Clippers game, obviously, and like. I think there's some opportunity like, you know, they could have maybe canceled some games the following day or the the next couple over the next, couple yeah. days, whatever that may be. But at the same time, like the teams also let some players like sit out, like Chris Paul didn't play. Kyrie Irving didn't play. Um, and I mean, I've seen people making this point left and right on Twitter and I think it holds a lot of weight. Like, do you think Kobe would have said, don't play?
1: Yeah. Kobe would have You know played. what I
2: mean? Kobe would Yeah.
1: I've seen that. I've seen that argument a lot. I, I see both. I see both cases, right? Like there were I guys. Totally, I
2: totally get the people yeah. that say, should I, I mean, mean there I, was
1: there was guys that like visibly were not weren't there and and rightfully so, right? Like like Isaiah Thomas for one, like literally didn't even come to the stadium, and he was a guy who had a very very close relationship to Kobe. You know, Kyrie took a mental health day, Chris Paul took a mental health day, like uh uh of, uh, not Donovan Mitchell, Demar Derozan, like who was very close to Kobe, grew up in L.A., like went to USC, the whole thing, right? Like was was tied to the hip wore Kobe's, like played with him in the True League, all the things was so close to Kobe in so many ways, like. I mean, there was a video that was surfacing of Pop just like consoling him on the sideline because, like, you know, it's it's I, I can't even imagine uh, what some of these guys were going through. You know, it's like they're a hero, they're a hero, like Superman. Superman died.
2: I I did see a very like tasteless but hilarious tweet. Somebody was like, it was a tw- there was like a, I clicked into like one of the tweets about like them not canceling the games and all this shit, and like there was some. uh some banter going on and uh somebody was like somebody was like man like tyson chandler like was like sobbing you know like is the, they went in the whole NBA mental health thing and some guy responds man shut the fuck up Tyson Chandler bum ass don't play anyway
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh that's funny and it, it funny. was
2: like it was like yeah that's awful but also like funny that's and funny there was that tweet there was that tweet where like uh the guy was, like, was playing pickup ball, and <laughs> this dude, uh, this dude <laughs> took a 24-second violation in honor of Kobe. And I was, like, mad respect. And then I got the ball and green to three from half court. <laughs> yeah, I, that. I saw saw that. That. Like, that shit, like, that, I mean, like, if you can't, like, laugh a little bit and, like, do some of that yes. out of tragedy, then, like, I don't, like, that's how I cope with humor. With totally. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I make jokes. Like, that's just my move.
0: Right. I'm trying to get a job making jokes so i think that's kind of yeah I so understand up, you right? ain't funny. Absolutely. i'm
2: not but uh
0: <laughs> they don't pay my ass trust me oh man Nicky,
2: you make me that's laugh funny. more than more than anybody else on this
0: podcast <laughs> i'll punch you right in the face uh, uh anyways right the junum um, um oh we said at the same time
1: who any other points that we have on kobe anything else we want to say
0: i just said two things one when I was younger, and his career was, you know, going on, the only time I would have cheered for Kobe is if he actually did end up going to the Bulls. Then yes, oh, so close, uh, to him. So, so close. close. I would have been. A- remember, he
1: uh, he did the he did the the like the conversation on NBA TV with Shaq, and he in that conversation was like, "Oh, we were looking at he, this motherfucker," said. Oh, yeah, we were looking at places in Highland Park and Lake Forest. Those are actual suburbs. That broke my fucking heart. He yeah, was in actual he places. He was already looking for houses. I was just like, oh. be
2: living in Highland Park, come on, man. That's
1: Should've where Empty
0: lived.
2: Should have lived, lived yeah. in like Burr Ridge or some shit.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Move to Rosemont, Kobe. <laughs> that would have
2: been perfect for him. Do people um, live in yeah. Rosemont? I'm convinced Ooh. that nobody lives in Rosemont. No. no, there's
0: there's one apartment complex, and I've been there. i <laughs> lived there. They all there. The, we went to a party in the middle of the party. Someone knocked on the door I was like, just to let you guys know, live it up, but you guys got to get out of here tomorrow. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, no, um, uh, that was one thing. And also, if it wasn't for Kobe, I would hate LeBron. I wouldn't respect LeBron the way I do. If it wasn't for Kobe, I would probably hate Zion. I would not be sitting here going, I cannot wait to see what happens for him or for Luka because – these are these players that are, like, above everything else very clearly. And when I was younger, everybody was like, Kobe's the best. I was like, no, fuck Kobe. Tell about MJ. I don't care he's the best. Screw that guy. He ain't shit. But as I got older, I realized, hey, I am literally witnessing greatness. These are things that only a few human beings can do. So I should stop being a fucking mopey asshole because we know that everyone who hated Kobe – Everyone who hates LeBron, everyone who will hate Luka and Zion. If they are on your team, you wouldn't fucking hate them because they're amazing. So, you, like, I gotta fucking, I, I don't care anymore if they're not on my team. If they're amazing, I'm going to watch them. I have to watch the greatness.
1: You can't hate Zion. He's adorable.
0: Oh, he's adorable. Here, <laughs> Gumbo. Gumbo.
1: Oh, man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, Rest in peace, GG.
2: Last thing, uh, and you guys have probably already seen it, but if you want to just shed a lot of tears tonight, uh, watch Shaq, uh, his, uh, his oh. like, seven-minute clip from uh, Inside the NBA, <clears> and <throat> then watch
1: uh, Jerry West
2: Jerry talk West. about it as
1: well. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't had the, the Jerry
2: West one is uh, – because Jerry he talks about how, like, you know, when Kobe lost – like, you know, Kobe's parents died, and he was like yeah. – kind of felt like his dad. Yeah. And it, it just – it was – it was really sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah re- again rest in peace to Kobe rest in peace to everyone who passed away in, in 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 the the accident a tragic accident many many lives many families impacted uh actually I worked with a girl um whose spanish teacher was the husband of the female coach who passed away um uh, so you never know when wow. these things yeah it's crazy um like you never know yeah these things can happen like Nikki said like these these things can happen um So, you know, for the listeners, uh,
0: do that thing you want to do. That's what I have to say. And also don't don't half ass it, like do it whole ass it
1: and Um, tell people, tell people you love them.
0: Yes, that too. I love you guys. I love you guys too. I love you guys too.
1: I know it sounds like we're ending the podcast. We're not. Uh, we no, we got <laughs> just, a little bit more to just talk to be about. Clear, just to be clear. But we did want to wrap up things on on Kobe. I think you probably, you guys have probably heard enough about the the Kobe experience and on your NBA podcast. So uh, we're going to bring this back to an actual NBA conversation, uh, well, a, a more recent NBA conversation uh, because it happened tonight. Uh, the NBA All-Star Reserves were announced this evening, everyone. So I'm going to go ahead and read off the reserves um, so that everybody knows. I'm realizing now that this is not broken down. Uh, by, by East and West. So fuck it. We're just gonna read it down oh, the list.
0: I can get it real quick if you want. Oh, can you?
1: Yeah, cause this is yeah, not a great list. Sec. This is just a collection of everybody
0: in alphabetical not order. <laughs> Which we're about it. All right, y'all. Ready? Is that the is that the Mark Stein tweet you sent us? Yeah. 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 yeah that's not okay. It's I've not got great. this one right here from the Western Conference. We have. There's Ru- no H in Western. The Western Conference. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, his first ever. Nicole Jokic, second. Brandon Ingram, first. Damian Lillard, fifth. Chris Paul, 10th, Russell Westbrook, 9th, and Donovan Mitchell, 1st.
1: Cool. Let's talk about the West before we move on to the East. Uh, I can see that Ted has a a guttural reaction to this, uh, but I do want to know, is there anybody on there that you think shouldn't be there and who got snubbed?
2: Brandon Ingram, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's some bullshit. Oh, God.
1: That's some bullshit. Okay. So give me an alternative.
2: I don't have one, just not him.
1: <laughs> uh, this is gonna shock a lot of the listeners. I agree with Tad. Um, I actually think Devin Booker deserves a spot. Oh yeah, yeah his, I, his team is better.
2: Him. I saw the Devin because I was on the L on the way home, and uh, I weirdly enough I followed Jared Dudley on Twitter, and <laughs> I hear a he's a
1: good NBA. follow. I hear he's a good follow.
2: I follow a lot of NBA. Uh, he's kind of a chotch, but like I think that's kind of. What he's doing there that's uh, um, the whole point of him though fun fact Jared Dudley the leading scorer in Boston College basketball history
1: yeah can you name so, another player from Boston College from Boston. I Renewable <laughs> okay, I, I, if, dude.
2: I, if there's something yeah, that you, would, you don't want to test really me on go. it's where, where NBA players go? went to college okay can you I name another from Boston College
1: I think Reggie Jackson went there now that I think about it but
2: Reggie Jackson did go there I was just, I was just about to say I'm trying to think there's somebody recently that went there and it was Reggie Jackson
1: Matt Ryan. Somebody,
2: somebody else. Matt Ryan's a fucking quarterback,
1: quarterback. I got nothing else.
2: Um, but yeah, I saw that he, uh, that he tweeted. Um, sorry, I'm pulling this up on my own laptop. Um, but he, uh, I saw that he tweeted that Devin Booker didn't get in, and I was appalled. So yeah, dude, fucking get Brandon Ingram the fuck
0: out of there and put fucking put him in there. I agree. I half, I half agree. Uh, I think it should be, um, Devin Booker, but I think Chris Paul shouldn't have made it. Ooh, he's doing Chris Paul. Chris I Paul disagree. He's I averaging. Disagree. I I know, but he's averaging seventeen and five. Like he's he, not like
1: he is the best player on a playoff team. Uh, well, yeah, second best player on a playoff team. Very eh, best player on a playoff team. I, I take that back.
0: Yeah, he's and then probably, well,
1: he's I the go team. back on what I said previously, and then I go back on it again.
0: Yeah, um, it's, I think it's one A.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you ask me, like. I mean, Devin Booker, amazing, right? Uh, Chris Paul, absolutely warranted. The only, Again, Brandon Ingram, I think. And this Western Conference, I have, I have some other opinions on the Eastern Conference, but the Western Conference is stacked, like yeah. stupid stacked. Um, and I have no problems. I want to be clear. I have no problems with Brandon Ingram being an All-Star. I actually felt that he has earned, up to this point, the All-Star nomination. I just think because of the limited number of spots – I think Devin Booker's team is better. They they earned it. I, I had I had thought about giving it to Kat, but his team is so bad. I don't even want I don't think I don't I don't think he deserves it. No, I, I don't feel that way. Um and maybe ja. Maybe ja, but that might be recency bias. Um maybe. that was the only one where I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't know. His team is actually in the playoff race. Um all right, let's move on to the East. Nikki, do you have the East up? Ready to go? I got
0: you, ready to go. It first, we got Bam Adebayo with his first ever. Jimmy Butler with his fifth, Kyle Lowry with his sixth, Chris Milton with his second, Demontis Sabonis with his first, Ben Simmons with his second, and Jason Tatum with his first. I have to say
1: this: um, I wasn't on the podcast last week, so I didn't get to comment on this. I think Jimmy Butler got robbed. I think he should be a starter. Over I who? think he, over Trey Young, absolutely.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense.
2: Sure. I mean, that th- that was like the thing that we kind of talked about. I don't know if you listened to the episode, but like, it, like. Was there anybody that like, like the thing is like, yes, Jimmy Butler makes sense, but at the same time, like also like, I mean, it's it's one you can make the case, you can make the case either way.
0: Yeah,
1: and I get it. Look, it's a fan vote. I understand. I'm just, I'm Trey Young. His numbers are great. He is the worst defensive point uh, guard in the entire league, and that team is abysmal. No, he's worse than so bad.
2: They're not even playing him.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why. Um, anyways, so Eastern Conference, Nikki. who on this list of Eastern Conference reserves uh, do you think maybe not should have been on the team? I'm not sure what that was. Uh, and who should can replace I, him?
2: Can I do something real quick before you do that? Um, I want to fact check myself. I Renewable went to Miami. <laughs> I'm What's, pretty sure. Can somebody Google that?
1: Oh, boy. I'll look that up while Nikki
0: has to take. Hold on a second. Oh, okay. Um well
2: hey, I where did I renewable go to college? Ira college was Miami. oh Miami, Ohio, for some reason i uh, got Miami.
0: Fuck. Well, I would have well, I, I would have enough. loved it. I would have loved it if Siri was brought it with like I don't know who that is.
1: was <laughs> going <laughs> <laughs> I was I was, A- hoping, I she, was hoping she'd say Ira Glass is the host of NPR podcast
0: Um I (laughs) looking at this grouping. It's hard to say. I think maybe no, because Kyle Lowry's been playing very well. I think this has been this is a really good one because it's the same thing like we were talking about with the starters last week. Pick
1: one. Get rid of Kyle
0: Lowry and put in. um, I was going to say Jalen Brown. I think he deserves it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. I again, Kyle Lowry's had a a decent season. I don't know. I don't know that Kyle Lowry has earned an All Star spot over some of these other guys. I agree with you. I think J- I think there's a case to be made that Jalen Brown deserved to be an All Star more than Jason Tatum this season. Jason Tatum's had a very up and down season. Yeah. Jalen Brown's Tatum doing it on both sides. Range. Yeah, but Jason, they're both averaging 19. I was
2: gonna. I was gonna say the same thing. Um,
0: I, I I agree with that. Because every time Jason, if Jason Tatum farts while he's taking a shot, people's response is he's only 20. Like, like, <laughs> they're just like he's a kid. He's a kid, he's a child, and he's doing this, and it's like, oh, calm down, calm down. That's no, good. I, I, he is a very good player, but like, I think it's because he has such a giant like backing of what he can be that they're like he deserves it. But I think Jalen Bra- Jalen Brown deserved it.
1: I I personally again I agree that Kyle Lowry I don't think deserves to be an All Star, and
0: I I I'm gonna,
2: I want to say something. Please in this Kyle Lowry talk. I like Kyle Lowry, but I have Who to doesn't? say this. And this pains okay. me to say this. So enjoy this. Savor the flavor. Zach Levine should be an all-star over Kyle
1: Lowry. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Here's the thing. Yep. Zach Levine is putting up great numbers. He's incredibly Zach Levine is the only
2: reason that the Bulls have, like, any sort of outside shot at the
1: playoffs. No, he's also the same exact reason why we're not going to make the playoffs.
0: Can't play defense. He's like a is, And he's he is –
1: he is somebody who was he's influenced by Kobe in a bad way, <laughs> like just, just, bad.
2: Yes. He cannot, he cannot play defense. He is a horrific his, defender. Honestly, is his, giving
1: credit and also that his, said, his basketball IQ is awful. Like the 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 decisions that he makes on the court are just dreadful, just dreadful. Oh, he's not great. I don't. I, and I, This is coming from a Bulls fan. I don't think that he deserves to be an All Star. I don't care what the numbers say. He doesn't deserve to be an All Star. This team is terrible. He is bad on defense. He is an incredibly inefficient player. He is strictly a high volume scorer. He does not deserve to be an All Star. Now, Malcolm Rodden, on the other hand,
2: stats are actually for defense. His D rating is one hundred and nine this season, which is his career low. But he actually has his defensive win share is That's depressing. Is two, which is pretty good, and uh, I mean, like it's not it's not great, but um, like that's an estimated number of wins contributed by a player because of his defense, and his defense box plus minus is negative 0.7, which is a career high for him. Oh, I'm sure so the, his plus minus rating is only negative point seven when he's when he's on the floor. Um, and actually his defensive rating is not a career low because defensive rating – I'm sorry, I I, I looked at this incorrectly. His defensive rating is 109, which means that's on average like how many points he would give up per 100 possessions. It's actually his career best. Um, So while he's not a great defender, like he's really not as bad, I think, as we seem to think that he is.
1: I think he's terrible. I think the eye test shows he's a terrible decision maker. I say all that to say I think Malcolm Brogdon – He's also playing point
0: guard.
2: You got to out of he playing out of position. He's
1: not playing point guard. Thomas Sadaransky's playing point guard.
0: Yeah, Zanaranski,
2: and
1: then- they ba- they've basically got oh him starting at.
2: My God! So your excuse is that Thomas Zanaranski? That makes it worse. It <laughs> honestly makes it worse that he has to fucking play share a backcourt with Thomas Zanaranski, who stinks,
1: stinks. That's fair. I, can't,
2: I I'm defending a Bulls player. <laughs> I don't like that exactly
1: that much. I, I know you don't, and this is I a feel big, like, this is a big day for you. I
0: feel like as like when. Eventually, Kobe White becomes the starting point guard, maybe. But though, he also is not a great defender, so that's not a fun thing to have to watch.
1: I I saw it. I I've seen way too many games where Kobe White hasn't had an assist in the first half or in the game.
0: Yeah, He's
2: a legitimately terrible passer.
1: It's it just yeah. it doesn't exist and in a, a passer. Just a shooter. Um. Anyways, I've said it now three times. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon I think deserves to be an all-star this year. He yes, I agree. he, he yes. has been did you phenomenal. With me when we talked about this? No 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 no. I did not disagree with you. I said that I felt that DeMont Sabonis is the best player on that team and will 100% be an all-star which I was correct. I still maintain that. He,
2: only, he made it instead of Brogdon because he's a big man.
1: I disagree. I think he's the best player on that team. I also I, disagree. I think he's the best player in the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, hate. What that's is this? Out. What is this? I I also think that honestly like I, I can I can understand why Toronto, the number two team in the Eastern Conference, there's a feeling that they have to have more than one All-Star. I get it. I understand, right? Yeah. If you look at every other team, like Milwaukee has two. <laughs> Toronto has two now. Miami uh, has two.
0: And so does Boston uh, the has Sixers.
1: Two. Right? So there's these teams that have two. You get it, right? These top tier teams. Um, but in any case, I think the other guy that like was a long shot to begin with, but I kind of wanted to see it. My oh, man, Derrick Rose, man. I think he got shafted. I really do. He
2: got shafted. His play as late it hasn't been that great. He's not. He hasn't played that well.
1: It's it's a, it's a first half season award. It's not the last the last and two months award.
2: Fine, but they're also on a yeah. terrible downswing right
1: oh, now. Well, I completely agree. That team yeah, is awful. Like I a, I hope to terrible. I hope to goodness that he gets traded, but. Um. Those are my guys. Tad. Anybody else? Well, you said Zach Levine, so that's your guy. Is there anybody else that we think got? I
2: mean, no, no, hmm. no. I'm not gonna just go to war for fucking Zach Levine. <laughs> I just, I just said Zach Levine <laughs> deserves over Kyle Lowry. Uh, yeah.
1: Is there Kyle anybody Lowry else the that doesn't?
2: Kyle Lowry is the least deserving All Star on on both,
0: on teams. On both yeah, teams. On both. Yeah, on both teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, looking at both teams. Yeah,
2: I think. Well.
0: I don't have a I don't have a massive, I
1: I think, yeah I don't know I mean I think uh, I, I think they I think they got it all right in the, in the Western Conference I would have liked to see <laughs> Devin Booker maybe even Paul George in there, um,
2: I yeah. got I got a like a a very hard outlier,
1: okay, who? If Chris- you say Marco Fultz, I'm gonna Chris.
2: Chris Middleton could have been a, an all-star over Kyle Lowry.
0: He is an all-star. He is an all-star.
2: Oh, he made the team? Yeah.
0: Made yeah. He made it his second time ever. <laughs> Two years in a row. I don't, I don't it. know if that's
1: an all at all. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 he's it's, directly it's in the center. In the Sorry. 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 I
2: literally – He's literally in the center of the picture. I haven't pulled up on my laptop. Like, I'm looking at them right now. And I just – I don't know if I just – That's good. Here's the thing. Chris Middleton's a really good player, but he's, like, sort of one of those people that just, like – I don't think about Chris Middleton.
0: No, he just disappears into the background. It's, and it's then you're like, like, like wait, guy he like, scored it's like 50? A guy
2: like David West. David West had a great NBA career. David you know. West is like a guy that like you don't think about, no. but he was a really good player. Like, yeah, yeah. And so I'm I'm sorry. Sorry Chris Middleton. <laughs> I know you're a frequent listener of this podcast. Yes. Oh, apologize to you. And honestly, you know what? I'm not even going to offer an apology because I was advocating him for to to be an All-Star.
1: <laughs> what about um? What about Bradley Beal? No votes for Bradley Beal. Average averaging twenty eight no, points a game. That,
2: that team is so
1: bad. He's amazing. No, the,
0: I mean, he's doing he great, is, but literally, but... it's because it's only him shooting. <laughs> it's, the rest yeah, that's that exactly. Good at anything.
1: What about uh, what about my man Andre Drummond, Mr. Harry shoulders himself.
2: No. no, no, I already said no to Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose isn't getting in, and Andre Drummond's not
1: getting in. Uh, also, <laughs> though, you are. It more I, than, uh,
2: I am. I, I am inclined to agree with you, Jay. That Mark Hillfold probably should have made. The
1: <laughs> okay. Last thing I want to talk about tonight. Um, There were some proposed changes to the rules of the NBA All Star Game that came out today.
2: I, I'm. I'm in. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I,
1: Interesting. I- okay. Well, before we, before we, uh, before we give any more takes on that, for the listeners, if you haven't read, basically. The way that the rules worked, and I got the reaction. Up. You want me just read him? Oh, I got them on. I got them here. Oh, perfect. Uh, so the reactions on Twitter were absolutely amazing because when I first read them, I'm like, wait, what? In the fourth quarter? And then this, it's just, and then 24? I don't understand. So <laughs> for the listeners who maybe try to understand it, didn't, or haven't heard yet, this year's NBA All Star game is going to be very unique. So for the first three quarters, uh, they're going to play the quarters out the full 12 minutes. Um, and whomever has the highest score in that quarter wins $100,000 for their charity uh and then that then the score resets back to zero each quarter after that in the fourth quarter they will tally up the point totals from all three quarters and then the first team to
0: they finish will add, hold, on, add hold on hold on, hold on.
1: <laughs> you're going to add to I know the first team to finish at the point total which is Whatever the current high total is plus twenty four, shout out to Kobe Bryant is the winner of the game. There will be no time limit in the fourth quarter. Now, Tad, you've already reacted to this. I have to ask, why are you so in?
2: I think it like actually adds uh, like an element of competitiveness to it. Sure. Like it quarter, four tournaments. like. Cre- yeah. What's up?
0: It creates four tournaments. <laughs> it's four different games. It's true. Interesting. It's, it's, I, just think,
2: I think it's I think it's a good fun idea, and like it maybe makes the All Star Game a little bit competitive. Look, I'm not asking these guys to go out there and play like it's a fucking regular season game, and they're like, you know, fighting for a playoff spot or even play like it's a playoff game or anything like that. Um, but goddamn, the All Star Game is fucking boring.
0: Yeah. It is yes. so
2: fucking boring.
0: Last year, I had more fun it's, watching the celebrity all-star game.
2: <laughs> celebrity all-star the, game
0: is better every year. Oh, that's it's so a blast. Remember,
2: remember when? Uh, remember when uh, Arnie Arnie Duncan, the <sighs> secretary of education, yeah, uh, just dominated everybody. That was incredible. That Chicago boy, uh, Chicago guy. People started referring to him as the secretary of the interior because uh, he was a, <laughs> and all the points in
0: paint. Uh, to Arnie Duncan. But uh, when Quavo accidentally smacked the shit out of Rachel oh, DeVito, he tried to block the ball, just
1: destroyed her and shot. He's going
0: dude. off, dude. He had a good but, game, he had like 19 or something like I that. He had a triple double. Yeah, it's amazing. Same. The, the NBA All Star
2: game is more, is less entertaining than the Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl stinks. Wow, the Pro Bowl wow. stinks. but the NBA All Star Game is so fucking
1: boring. I can't comment. Smooth, like,
2: jacking like thirty footers and like just throwing dunks. crazy lob passes, and the but final the score dunks. is six hundred to five hundred and forty-seven. <laughs> it, like it's it's just so. Bo- the dunks are dope, but like the like, uh, dude, you know what's cool? I like, can watch
0: that in highlights you know what, later.
2: You know what's you know what's dope? Dunks. You know what's not that dope? Like, guys jogging around the court while they're, like, throwing lobs to their buddies and, like, watching (laughs) them do, like, crazy dunks. You know what's sick? John Morant dunking over three people in traffic.
1: That's dope. Yes. I agree.
2: You know what's sick? LeBron attacking the paint and putting Demata Sabonis on a goddamn poster.
1: I agree. Very true. I agree. When
2: LeBron drives the lane and everybody stands out of his way and he does his signature cockback dunk, I don't give two fucks.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: boring as shit. This, I think, makes it competitive. I... Not, not like, hardcore competitive, but more... No.
1: Hard- I, yeah. I, I... I agree. I love this idea. Here's why. Um, the fourth quarter is notoriously the worst one. Because um, yeah. at that point, they've pretty much given up and they're just kind of, like, fucking around, unless it's a competitive game. Um, what I like about this is there's an end game here. First to a point wins. So, inherently, we would assume... The competitiveness level is going to go so much higher now. I I feel like the the fact that this is you know a shout out to Kobe is going to give a little bit more because Kobe took these games so seriously. Yeah, like Kobe wanted to win this game, and I think, God, I hate it, but I, I think his passing may actually add a level of seriousness and competitiveness to the game that um. I think we've all been yearning for, and this whole fourth quarter where you have to just get to a number. I'm fucking stoked for that. Yeah, that's, that's what be- they
2: do. In uh, do you guys ever watch the basketball tournament? No oh okay the basketball tournament is something that happens they do every summer and teams compete for like i think the prize now is like two or three million dollars damn and uh it's like a lot of like guys that are like out of the league or fringe league guys Guy like iowa has a team that's like mostly like guys that played there and like g leaguers or guys that they have to play overseas and that kind of thing yeah um, and it's literally that that's how they do that's how they they play over or that's that's how they play i think the fourth quarter yeah but like, it's actually a really great rule. Like, it's not something they should ever implement in the in the NBA and um, like, uh, what's it for called? Games. Like the regular season. But it, it like prevents like from people um, from like you know shooting a bunch of free throws at the end of the game, like all that shit. It's actually really cool. Um, I'm super stoked that they're they're doing this. Like for the All Star game. I, I think yeah. I just I'm a fan. I think the changes are right. I think they're necessary. Yeah. They they got to do something because it's fucking stale.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like the uh, I was thinking more of the big three, but yeah, I, I completely understand what you mean.
2: The big three does it too, I believe.
1: Yeah, that they do it for every game.
2: Yeah, it's it's just like right, first too, to yeah, fifty yeah. or something like that. No, I
1: love it. I love it. I
2: also, but I, I do highly recommend like you uh this summer watch the basketball tournament. It is uh, it's literally just TBT TBT. Like that's and it's been around for for like 10 years or so now and uh maybe longer. Um actually I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. Let me let me tell you the basket ball. There it is tournament i watch it every year it's honestly just so much fun like seeing guys that you're like oh fuck remember this dude yeah. uh, it started in <laughs> oh, yeah. so it's it's been around for six years
0: yeah um 14,
2: okay but like it, it is it, like it's it's yeah they they play for two million it's winner take all so huh. whoever wins gets the two million dollars in, in prize money um damn is it three on three like No, it's five on five. Like guys that have played recently, Hakeem Warwick, Jason Williams, Dante Jones, Mike Bibby, Royal Ivy, Matt Bonner, Brian Scalabrini, um, Nikki Teasley from the WNBA played one year, uh, 2018 Greg Oden played, um, like there, there are, uh, like, um, let's see, trying to see who, who else, um, i uh, like there I'm, I'm not seeing like anything else here oh yeah so like like carmen's crew won last year which was like ohio's team that had like aaron craft and like oh uh jared uh jared solinger and like those you know like oh, nice. just like guys that like you just kind of like you're like oh fuck like remember this dude like, yeah yeah <laughs> actually so much fun to watch and the, it's actually competitive sure. so it's entertaining
1: that's cool nice. interesting um nikki thoughts on the new rules
0: i'm 100 percent cool with it it sounds yeah. awesome because yeah. like yeah like you said it's, it's gonna be three so it's three you know just 12 minute quarters playing like you normally would and at the end it's like all right well since you didn't win the first three quarters if you really want to really want to try to push it then catch up for this fourth quarter then i think that's i think it'll be fun i yeah. uh I it, I don't know if it goes goes really well. Then I'd be cool if they just keep doing that for the All Star Game because yeah. it's like they got to do something. Nice and fishing game, who cares what they do?
1: Yeah, I mean they got to do something to make it a little bit more entertaining. But also like, yo, know, there's charity involved, man. So whoever wins is going to be able to donate to charity, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um, anything We're else we want to talk about to. before we wrap up, guys? Um, there was something.
2: Yes, I have one last thing that I'd like to address. Sure. Okay. Uh, I really enjoy doing this podcast with you guys. I appreciate you both. And this is a lot of fun. Um, and it's just very enjoyable and Nikki, I'm glad that we have been able to keep you around since your move, you know, 2000 miles away to LA. Um, so yeah, just, you know, I don't even know what episode number this is, but shouts to you guys. It's we've been doing this for 17. but am I, am I, I, I'm almost coming up on like two years of doing this. It's been a lot of fun. I might be over two years. I honestly don't know all my time runs <laughs> together now because I'm old as fuck, yeah. but, um, yeah, I just I don't know, just want to say I appreciate you guys. This is so much fun. Um yeah, and obviously it, today's episode is a little more somber, but it was still nice to to reflect.
0: Yeah? Yeah.
2: You.
0: I cried.
1: Well said, you did. Yeah. And you never cry. I've been your brother I for 30 don't. years. Don't cry. I don't cry very often. I've been
2: meaning to talk to you about that. You may want to <laughs> find a relative or a friend nearby and lay low
1: for a while. <laughs> Oh boy, Nikki. Anything else you want to add to the uh, to the conversation today?
0: Um, no, I mean, hey, look at everything that it, Kobe pushed. Like all of the great performances we had after that. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was like forty-five and twelve or something like that. Oh, Trae yo, that, that Trey
1: Young, Devin Booker, like stat line.
0: They scored both eighty-one together. together both shot,
1: yeah, but they both shot 24, 24
0: shots. Come on, that's just yeah, um, super
1: fucking poetic and and crazy.
2: Yeah. Uh, I thought like, you were about to Eric, criticize them for scoring four. I really no but I thought you were about to criticize them for scoring 40 <laughs> plus points on 24 shots. I'm like, that's hell efficient, bro. Like, yeah, no, no, no. They, <laughs> no, they both <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um yeah, and then like what was it? Chris Middleton had 50, uh Eric Gordon had 50, Dame Willard, I think, had 60 or something like that. Oh, double, bro. Yeah, yeah, his shots, first ever triple double.
2: To- yeah, David, did he have sixty-one before Kobe passed?
1: Uh, no, that was the other day.
0: It was just the
2: other day. That man. was is was incredible. Yeah, um, but yeah, dude, shouts to uh, Eric Gordon for dropping a fifty-piece man. Crazy. I don't on a where. night where Westbrook and Harden did not play. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> and they still won that game. It was wild. Yeah, uh, it was just you know crazy. I, I'm Lebron James. Congrat. We're not gonna talk about it much, but congratulations on being third all time. Oh my scoring. god, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: the saddest thing too. That like Kobe tweet it was like yeah. that's the last thing he tweeted. Yeah.
1: yeah. Fucking a man. Um, yeah, <clears throat> it's been said a lot. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, we love the listeners. If you've listened to any episode ever, thank you. We love you. Thank you. If you have listened to multiple, uh, shout out to Suriname. Uh, we love you guys. <laughs> um, shouts. Just uh. Just, yeah, again, man, I mean, everybody said it up to this point, so it's uh, it's it's probably overdone at this point, but just, you know, don't take anything for granted. Tell the people around you that you love them, and I think Jay Williams put it best, man. You got any minor gripes or anything like that, arguments you're having with a, a, a relative or a friend that are petty as fuck, get over that shit, man. Life's too short. Anyways, for Tad, for Nikki, for, oh, let's plug. <laughs> You hey, know, I'm back on Twitter. Hey, Tad's back on hey. Twitter. Tad's I was back on Twitter, on Twitter
2: for roughly a week, and right. honestly, I'm gonna be full disclosure. I would like randomly download it throughout the day and like go on it. And like, oh, <laughs> <That is> a,
0: <laughs> oh my I, god, he's an I, addict. I yeah, I so I think that's a, what we call addiction, that's, dude. That's that is, that's what you call a relapse. You relapsed hard. <laughs>
1: They're like no no, no, it's, no it's just really, a microdose. It's just really, a microdose. It
2: wasn't. It wasn't really a relapse. It was like, let me just get a little sniff. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my laughs> God, just, 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 just a
1: little baby just, one. Just a little Just
2: something out. to get daddy. Daddy needs a taste. Daddy needs, taste. <laughs> daddy needs, <a> taste. <laughs> daddy needs his hate oh, filled tweets. His angry tweets. His funny dumb <laughs> meme tweets. I need it. I just just one. Just a hit. I gotta have
1: it. I gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Uh Nikki plug.
0: You can follow me at Nikki Palooza. What? I think Ted's been broken. I was
2: thinking about being like in the bathroom at work and you come in and like you hear like something going on in the stall and you open it and it's me like downloading Twitter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, You can follow me at J.O.D.S. Gorkilas on Twitter and Instagram. They forgot last week, but I'll never forget. You can follow me at it's Jay Kilo's on TikTok. You son of a bitches! I didn't forget. Follow I did me, on dude. Purpose. They forgot. <laughs>
2: I will never forget you on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: Jay, hey. I
2: said you all ever noticed that your most, your least funny and talented friends that are creating TikTok. Not
1: true at all. Everyone knows that. If you're a listener, you know that's not true. Uh, you can Honestly, follow I'll NBA Jay, Pod.
2: Follow Jay on TikTok because I told Please. Jay that if if he got ten thousand followers within the next year and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm not going year to year. I'm not going just to January. I'm going year to date calendar year from now. I'll eat a fucking t-shirt and I'll do it on this goddamn podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> please guys, please help I me. Once,
2: I, I'm and the reason I'm betting this with you, Jay is honestly to help you <laughs> out, eat I a Once t-shirt. when I worked at Groupon, I had these, my two friends, Andrew Davis and Matt Milo Shouts to them. They don't listen to the podcast, but in case they ever do shouts to them. Uh, it was the blackhawks were in the playoffs and uh we were talking about michael hanzus who was like 36 years old at the time is like the fourth wing fourth line center and we were talking about him and i was like if michael hanzus scores a a game winner tonight i'll eat my fucking shirt (laughs) that's who fucking scored the game winner in double ot (laughs) oh me betting that i'll eat my shirt is a good omen for you ah
1: look at that i love it
2: also last thing I said I'm back on Twitter, didn't plug myself. The handle hasn't changed, y'all. Tad Hall underscore.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. And you can follow MBA on M- uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at its MBA pod, or pardon me, MBA pod, not its MBA pod, uh, at MBA pod. Uh, you can email us at the network at gmail.com. Give us your suggestions. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, you can check out the YouTube channel. I have not updated it. I am very behind. Life has been busy lately. I, I have-
2: they got it. I I unplugged my, my microphone, so I'm sorry. To, I'm just talking my But uh, I have two listeners who text me every week asking when we're gonna have YouTube hangups. Because they're like, you guys talk about stuff that's on the screen, and I can't
1: see it. No, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so shout out to
2: you. Shout out to Nancy.
1: Thank you. I want
2: to give I want to give, give Nancy a shout out. Too. <laughs> thank she listens you. every week. She thought Air Gumbo was hilarious.
1: So shout out to me. <laughs> for that title. I but, don't uh, know that that was yours, but I'll give it to you for these, in this I,
2: I, It was mine! It was mine!
1: I, I know, but it was all over Reddit, so who knows who really came up with it. I did not see it on Reddit. <laughs> it's definitely, I thought he was from Louisiana, and he was fat.
2: <laughs> it's good. Now You're I'm incredi- upset. God damn it, I thought that was creative, but it turns out I'm not creative. I'm it,
1: it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's possible that in one of his Twitter rages, and what are one of his relapses? He has stumbled upon it, and he forgot that he <laughs> saw it on Twitter. I fucking, and he was like, I mean, I got I, a I got, idea. I, I got a great nickname." <laughs> I
2: did so much. I, I did so much Twitter that I blacked out.
1: <laughs> and he woke up. He, he wakes up. And he goes, "I got a great fucking nickname for Tad just came to me. <laughs> Oh God. All right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. <clears throat> we're out. Stay off Twitter, kids. (laughs)